What's up, guys and gals? It's your boy Rick here with another podcast. Before we get started, I just want to ask you guys a huge favor. If at any point you feel like you're getting value from the podcast, the only thing I ask is just to pay it forward. Share it with a friend. Share it with somebody who you think could benefit from this as well. So, without further ado, let's get into it. We're going to roll the music. And, oh, actually, before I forget... Moving forward, um, the, it may come out a little explicit. I do say the F word, and it's just an expressive way of me being myself. So, just get over it. It's just a word. What attachment you have to it, that's on you. My attachment is just a form of emphasis, because I'm very passionate about a lot of things that I do. And when I talk about something and I rant on something... You, Better damn believe that I get pumped and hyped on it. So, if you don't like the F word, that's fine. Just skip over it. But, let's roll the freaking music! Hey, hey, I said I'm okay. Mama hit my line and she in no pain. Daddy hit my line and he in no chains. Chillin' on the beach, I'm sippin' OJ Playin' Coldplay, like I'm so paid Ballin' on a hater like it's 2K Got my city rockin' to a new wave just in my phone and gave me Alright guys, gals, welcome back to the No Soliciting Experience It's your boy, your host, Rick Super glad uh, to have this next guest on with me today August Johnson, my man We've been putting this off for almost a year now But we're <laughs> <laughs> We're finally on, bro. So, August, uh, do you mind introducing yourself to the people and just telling us a little bit about yourself? Yes, sir. My name is August Johnson. Uh, I'm a four-year rep. Um, I'm the rapper of Bug Spray, as y'all probably know. Um, and yeah, it's my fourth year, King August. Check out my music on Spotify. Album dropping soon. There we go. So, dude, one of the things that really turned me on to like who you were as a person uh, was the song Bug Spray, just a song that's actually super dope. I list, I've listened to it all summer. All my reps listened to it. And and the amount of people that would tag me as they would listen to it on the way out to area, bro, like that was actually super dope to see. Like, damn, the industry is getting behind one of our own and bumping his music, which is catchy for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like with, with Bug Spray, I wanted to bring like a form of tribalism to the door-to-door community because it's always about competing and as important as that is you know we're all a family you know it's tough to do what we do so a bit of unity would have been nice so i'm i'm happy that like bug spray is like the anthem now for for door-to-door selling you know especially in pest control exactly dude you know how many pest people would would freaking tag me in that and it's dope and you touched on something that i genuinely like and something that i've been trying to i guess implement more which is a sense of unity Dude, because for so long, and it's still, I think, one of the biggest issues we have in our industry, bro, is the fact that, oh, you work for this company? I don't like you because of my preconceived notions of what that company does. You now fall into that. Yeah. And, dude, I, I, think, I, think, I, think it's past, I think it's past the time. Like, we, we need to get over this shit. No, I, dude, I 100% agree. It actually reminds me of a quote that you, you said, and you were talking about, I think, to rookies – on like what company they should go to. And you said, hey, dude, at the end of the day, I could give you guys all advice, but the grass is green where you water it. 
And I think that hits the nail on the head. Like the grass is green wherever you water it. So if you're with a good company, I feel like all companies have something to offer and all companies have their cons too. It's just a matter of finding a place where you fit in the best and just making the best opportunity out of it and sticking with it. Absolutely. And I guess to kind of play off of that, it just comes down to the culture. You have to find the culture that you vibe with. Uh, you and I, we both, you know, have sold with Aptiv and we were just talking off camera how different the culture is with so many different regions, right? You were with Travis Williams. I was with Kyle Nielsen. And it's it's so different just the within the same organization, everything is so different. Yes, sir. Shout out Travis. <laughs> Small boy. He got on to me the other day about this preseason stuff, but uh, shouts out, Travis. Yeah, bro, all of it's the same, man. It, you make your own opportunity wherever you are. I'm a firm believer in that. And go out and make your own opportunity. Exactly. So, dude, one of the things that I, I want to touch on, bro, and um, last year when we first met, right, we were kind of going back and forth on some different opportunities. And you were – it seemed like you were in a very low point. Um last year when when we first got connected and then I followed your progression throughout the summer right and dude it seems like you just flipped a switch from like and I think I I think I remember you posting this but you posted a screenshot of your of your bank account I yes, think sir. prior to going out and then dude like I would have never known that that's what you were going out with because the rest of the summer you're like going out to eat all these fancy places. I'm like, damn, he's, he's doing freaking well for himself. He is eating. The boy is eating. Yes, and, sir. and it's like, looking back on it, dude, you were struggling. And then you flipped the switch. Like what, what caused that, bro? Man, dude, that's such a loaded question. At the time I was going through a breakup and I had zero money and all I had was music, man. So I was, I was rapping trying to make it and I didn't think I was going to go out because of the pandemic um I didn't want to get my mom sick because she'd be one of the people that could really suffer badly from COVID so I, it just was a tough situation man I thought music was going to help me make it out and uh although bug spray did well it didn't do well enough to put food on the table so um yeah I left with a dollar and 66 cents and a credit card um and then man just I wasn't going to go home until I figured it out I, I guess it's just that simple. I didn't have an option out. There we go. That's one of the things that if, if any of you guys follow uh, Andy Frazella, uh, he talks about a zero options mentality. Like this is the only option. So many times we find ourselves like, I'm going to go do this, but if it doesn't pan out, I have this to fall back on. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. And it, and that you can't have that dude in something, anything this tough. I don't think you could have that mindset, man. I, I just, just decide, man. I, I like to live and die by the sword. Either I'm jumping in the pool or I'm not getting in the pool at all. I'm not going to tiptoe into the pool, man. Just dive in or just stay out of the water. That's just my mentality. And I knew I'd be successful because I'd die trying. It's just that simple, you know? Yeah. And that's just, I mean, again, going back to, Going back to it, it's you die by the sword, meaning that you're going to do everything in your in your in your power, in your ability to make something happen, right? Um, one of the quotes that I live by it's either it's you're a creature of your circumstances or you're a creator of your opportunities, mm. and that's kind of it. Sounds like where you're at, dude. Like circumstances, life had brought you down to 
a, a pretty low point uh, considering the, the external factors of the pandemic, the breakup, uh, the lack of funds for better words. And then dude, you just go out and you freaking made something, bro. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, that's a great quote, by the way, I got to write that down, but at the end of the day, man, all glory to God too, man. A lot of prayer got me through it and just keeping my head strong in faith. Like, honestly, like just knowing that, uh, there's promises in the Bible and knowing that I, the only way to, the only way to not give them is to, is to give up. And so, some days are so hard, man. You, you can't even think about knocking. You can't even think about pitching. You can't even think about selling. You could only think about putting one foot in front of the other. And uh, sometimes there isn't a light at the end of the tunnel, but there is a light around the corner. So just keep walking and you may not be able to see it, but walk even when you can't see it. And lo and behold, you'll look around the corner and there's a light, there's a sale and there's an opportunity for you to get out of your circumstance, but you got to walk. You got to just do it. Dude. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. It, that's just what it comes down to. Just putting one foot in front of the other. Um, this morning I was on a call and one of the things, two of the things that stuck out to me was um, consistency is the only way to, for results. That's the only way to guarantee results is the, the consistency. Um, Jake Bennington talks about consistency over intensity. Everybody says like, oh, I'm going to knock through lunch. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Um, and yeah, that's cool. That's badass. Like I, I commend everybody who does that, but that's where burnout happens. You're shocking your body. You're shocking yourself, both emotionally, spiritually, physically, any aspect you can think of when all you have to do is just put one foot in front of the other, just walk to the next house, give it a hundred percent. If they buy, they buy, if they don't, they don't, you know, yeah. they, just, they just move on. No, dude, you're 100% right. That's huge. And consistency, I read something in a book. It says no one wakes up the person they never wanted to become. What happens is they, they give inches away and then inches over time become miles. And then they wake up and look in the mirror and realize what have I become. And so I kind of like reverse engineer it. I try to give inches in the direction I do want to go. You know, I'm going to give inches in the way that I do want to succeed and do whatever I possibly can. To, to not give inches in the other way. And if I do, then I say, hey, I gave up some inches today. I will make sure I don't give up any tomorrow because this is how it starts. And then as simple as that, we just get back to the grind. Bro, exactly. You just said it. You Some days we take L's. Some days we take losses. That's part of life. You're not going to win every single day. It just comes to stacking as many wins as you can. If you win six out of seven days every week, you've won what is that? 20, about 26, 20, about 26 wins in a month. 26 out of 30 yeah. is dude. That's, that's a win. That's an overall W you keep on yeah. doing that every month. Like imagine where you're going to be in six months. No, you're right, bro. And I think it's a matter of also feeling emotions like, and not letting those emotions sway your actions. I think that's huge. Uh, dude, there's, there was days I was super depressed and like, I, I couldn't get out of bed. I felt like I couldn't, but I, I committed to something that's bigger than, than the way I feel currently. And I will, I will figure it out. I'll just do, I'll do whatever I have to do to figure it out. Whether it's putting your faith in God and doing it, thinking about what your parents have gone through. My, I've come from a family that's, I have a crazy family story, but that's, that's what motivates me personally. So find that thing that's bigger than you and, and allow that to lead you when you can't lead yourself. Exactly. <clears throat> because, dude, we, we've had it. I mean, you're, you're, 
one of the things you just talked about is taking your emotions out of it. Um, and one of the things that you and I uh, can relate on is, I mean, we talked about it a little bit before, is the breakups, right? Um, they suck. <laughs> Everybody who yeah, listens to it, if you go through a breakup during the summer, I've been through two breakups in the summer and they've just destroyed my summer, right? Um, <laughs> and dude, just some, that's, what it, that's just what it is, bro. It's, um, you just got to take the emotions out of it. And it's so hard to do. So if anybody's listening to this and they felt like, hey, my emotions get the better of me, I'm, I mean, it's, it's okay. Like it happens. Like you're human. You're not, you're not impervious to like life. You know, life happens to everybody. Uh, it happens for you, not to you. Sorry. It happens for yeah. you. So there, there's a lesson in it. Um, and one of the things dude, that I really like um, that we chatted about a while back is the fact that you're using door to door as a vehicle, right. To fund what you love to do, which is music. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I never was really interested in, I didn't wake up when I was six years old and tell my family that I wanted to go door to door. Like that's never happened. And I don't think anybody in this industry has. That's why I always find it funny when people are like, Oh, I just don't think it's for me. It's like, Oh, it's for me. Yeah. It's for me. You know, like, I feel like I'm the black sheep in the industry, bro. No, nah, but, um, nah, dude, definitely. This isn't for me, bro. I just figure it out. It's that simple. And I make it for me. And I am doing this because of my love for music and my love, my newfound love for fighting, you know, wanting to train to be just a stronger human and a better person, better man of God, simple. And this job, man, grows any human being. I don't care how tough you are. I don't care who you are. This job will, will grow you into a different animal. Exactly. Dude, you, you, you hit it right on the head, dude, is it's not for everybody. It sure as shit wasn't for me, right? Like I grew yeah. up, I grew up, I grew up stuttering, bro. Like I have social anxiety, I have mad depression, but I've pushed through it. It's funded what I what I like to do. And if you're hearing this, and like this isn't a dig on anybody who's making door to door a career, that's totally fine. That is your vehicle. That's what. And it's not like they're doing door to door full time. Like you're taking your earnings and investing it into other things that progress you in life. That's what it comes down to is yeah. any, anything worth it. And anything worth in this life is going to take hard work. This is the hardest work emotionally, sometimes physically and mentally. Mentally, it's, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. And it's, I guess I'm stupid enough, but I still do it, you know? Um, but yeah. it just, it just makes you such a better person and it funds the things that you want to do. Right. Um, one of the things that you talked about, dude, is faith. And, uh, I guess I haven't really talked about it on the show. I mean, about faith, how, how big would you say faith plays in not just sales, dude, but your life? Everything, everything. I can't, that's that's truly everything to me, man. Um, I'm not a perfect Christian, bro, by any means, but, uh, I do talk to God every day and like, in this job, huh, me and God have had some interesting conversations. Oh, trust me, dude. I've cursed that God been so mad, dude. And I just, it's just bro, everything, man, everything, but having faith in God helps me have more faith in myself, bro. And I think that's ultimately huge. If you don't believe in God, man, you don't have to, but find something that's that's bigger than you that you could kind of attach yourself to because 
life will beat you down to a point where you're just not strong enough alone. So figure out something that's, that you could, that's positive, obviously that you could cling on to, to keep you going. The Lord happens to be mine, you know? Exactly. And I'm, I'm so glad you, you put it that way, just because it's true. Like not everybody believes in God and that's fine. Uh, I'm not perfect, dude. I grew up LDS. I served my mission, but you see me drinking coffee every day. Um, it just comes down to, again, finding strength from somewhere that sometimes we can't find it ourselves, right? So whether you believe in God, whether you believe in, in the universe, in karma, whatever you may believe in, it comes down to putting something out there, uh, putting it out there to a greater power. With God, it's power. Yeah. With the universe, it's you're putting out, you're putting out and that's, that's what you're attracting back into you. Yeah. Whatever, whatever is going to give you the push you need that, that extra faith in yourself. I mean, the reason I love the Bible is it's so reassuring and not, of course, it's reassuring in God, of course, but it's also reassuring in you. It's very empowering to you. You know, like we can control our emotions. Sometimes I'll get angry on the doors and dude, I've, I've popped a squat and have meditated bro for 15 minutes on a sidewalk because I've been really mad. And I kid you not, if I'm having the worst day after I meditate for those 15 minutes, I end up selling like the next five doors. It's just, we have that power. We need to recognize that, you know, we feel emotions. We can't control the emotions we feel, but we could ask ourselves like, why am I feeling this? You know, let me, let me take a deep breath. Let me calm down. This doesn't have to be my day. I'm not going to let it, you know? And I feel like door to door is so crucial in teaching you that. And dude, if you're in door to door, you learn to love hard things. How nice is that to love hard things and love hard times and to figure it out and thrive? in hard times, you know, I feel like that's the biggest lesson and a lesson that money can't buy. Exactly. And dude, here's, here's one of the things that I, I want to go back on. And you just said it is you take that moment to collect yourselves or you take that moment to collect yourself. And then you just figure out why am I feeling this way? Um, guys, that's what it is. You don't have to suppress and bottle up what you're feeling acknowledge it's there, figure out why it's there, work through it, and then get back Mm. on the doors. Like so many times, like, I can't tell you how many times I've like walked from a door pissed off and I carry and I bring that same energy and emotions into the next door. And what happens? I never freaking sell the next one. Domino. Domino. You're right, dude. Even if you can't, I love that. Even if you can't figure out why though, because sometimes life is happening and you're like, dude, I don't even know why I'm upset. Don't let that get you down either. Just say, you know what? It's okay. I I love myself. I forgive myself and I feel upset. And that's the beauty of life. I have highs and lows without the lows. There wouldn't be the highs and without the highs, there wouldn't be the lows. So I'm experiencing life. I'm grateful to be alive and I'm just going to keep playing this game. We call life. That's kind of how I look at life. Exactly. Just one step at a time. And then for anybody listening to this, the greatest tip I ever received to keeping an even keel two things. It's a two-part thing. So first, um, my boy, Taylor McCarthy, uh, he taught me this, is he who angers me controls me. 100%. So if somebody, if some, if you have a negative emotion and it correlates and it's brought on by someone specifically, that person is, is now taking up your mental bandwidth and it's living in your head rent-free. Why? Why do you let them do that? 
just mm. literally. And then it, it, it goes into, it goes into my, my next tip is my old sales trainer, Rob Reimer, who's a legend in door to door. Like he's not on social media, but he taught me that by the time he gets off the sidewalk, he forgets about what happened at the door, whether it was mm. a sale, a bad experience, or just something that happened there. Again, if you have good experiences, obviously like celebrate your wins, but don't celebrate them for too long because you still have hours. There's still sun out Yeah, that there's still doors to knock. So again, he who angers me controls me. And if you want to maintain an even keel and a sense of monotone, by the time you get off that person's property and move on to the next door, you have to forget about what happened there. Obviously keep the good but repel the bad shit away, you know, because you can't bring that energy to the next level, to the next door, because now your mental bandwidth, which should be a hundred percent at every door is now 85 because 15% of that is, is on the asshole who just chewed you out the door before. Mm -hmm. It takes, it takes a hundred percent of us to be able to make a sale. How do you expect to do it with 85 and do that for a full summer? Facts. Dude, we were talking about this on like a, a call when I was on the road about health and all that stuff plays a factor in it. But um, I want to shout out my T, my TL, Travis. Um, he has a podcast called The Cycle of Reality that I urge everybody to listen to. Um, and it pretty much talks about if something serves you, you want to get back to it. And if something doesn't, you shouldn't get back to it. And I'm butchering it. But anger doesn't serve you, dude. It doesn't. Anger is bad for your health. It's important. We need it for survival, but it's like, how are you going to reverse engineer that into motivating you and helping you get back on your feet and sell? And you said like, you said another great thing about how, like, why are you letting them control you? That's huge. Letting them control you. You have the power to pick if that thing is going to control you or not. And a lot of people would rather surrender that power just to, just to make an excuse. And it's like, for as long as you do that, you may think it's easier, but your life will just get harder. It, it's it's easier to just accept it and to take full control or as much control as you can over what you can control and just move on. Be blessed. Be happy. Simple. Or you'll just be a miserable guy who will just stay miserable. You know, we know people like that. When we knock on a couple people's doors like that. <laughs> Exactly, dude. And again, it, one of the things you touched on again, and I just love this, is the the health as the health aspect of all this. Um, one of the things that's not talked about in this industry is the health aspect. Like, your body is a machine; it's your selling machine. And if you're putting shit into it every day, we dude, we were just talking about this the other night, dude. Really? On um. It's essentially like ev- everyone wants to buy a nice car. So let's let, let's just paint the picture on a nice car. Let's just say a Lamborghini, right? You work you work your ass off to get the Lamborghini. Oh, where did August go? So. I guess let's let, let's just paint the picture, right? A nice car. Let's just say Lamborghini, right? Because it's the cream of the crop. Everyone wants a Lambo. But are you going to put the cheapest gas from AMPM? I get my gas from AMPM. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you shooting shots, bro? What's, oh, your, what's your issue on the podcast? 
We got beef, bro. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I, <laughs> I, I don't like AMPM because I always pump with with my credit card, and they never take credit cards. So, <laughs> you know, it's like if if I'm gonna spend money on something, at least give me some damn points for it. <laughs> So, <laughs> going going back to it, you you aren't gonna put cheap gas in your Lamborghini. It's never. So why why do you put shit food in your body, dude? I literally struggled with this for so long until I got sick, and I think it's because how my brain was thinking is I could preserve mental energy and re- and like lose physical energy so like if i just order crap food and don't think about my diet it'll help me sell because i have more mental energy to sell because i didn't think about oh eating healthy that is a hundred percent wrong so anybody doing that i'm sure there's like at least one person out there listening to this doing that that is wrong i'm gonna i haven't knocked the door yet this season but i'm starting tomorrow i'm being 100 percent healthy going to the gym every morning I have felt a massive difference and I can't wait to see how it translates into my sales. I feel so energetic. I feel just super happy and just, I feel great, dude. The best I've ever felt. Exactly. And it just comes down to just taking care of your body. Your body is what is your moneymaker. Everyone thinks, everyone thinks that like, yeah, well, in, in an aspect, yes, your, your mind, your mental strength is your moneymaker. But if we're going back to the concept of, of the mental bandwidth and your physical bandwidth, you're not going to be performing at a high level. You're going to be performing 80 to 85%, right? So now your 100% bandwidth that you would have used to make the sales now dropped to 80. And now because of that, you're slow, you're sluggish. You let the last person piss you off. Where does that bandwidth go? So you, you mm. see how much energy you are giving up and it all starts with what you put in your body. No, you're you're 100% right. And it's it's tough on the people who have been eating a certain way their whole life. Um, I was definitely one of those people. It's like, why eat healthy? Like, literally, why? I'm, I'm fine. But you don't know how, how much benefit it adds to your life until you do it. Not only do it, but do it consistently. Consistently. That's the tough part. And this it takes discipline, dude. This shit is difficult. It's difficult to eat healthy when you're knocking door to door. Like, cats out of the bag. This shit is hard. You have to get a cooler. It, it takes work, but that work will make you so much more money. Like, guaranteed. We'll see. We'll see this year. I'm excited. Yeah, dude. I mean, let's. I, I guess to let's break it down to to the ridiculous, right? If you're listening to this and you're 18, 19, 20, 23, good fucking for you because your body is at the peak. It only goes downhill from there. Trust me, I'm 28 years old. <laughs> and if I eat something, bro, I, I think about eating the food because right now I'm on 75 hard. I think about eating pizza and I already feel heartburn. You know? Wow. So it's like, it's, that's, that's just the change, right? Cause I've been eating clean for 38, 39 days to where right. I, I look at something. And I'm like, damn, that sounds so good. And that looks, it smells so good. 
But realistically, I know what's going to happen is because I've been eating healthy, it's going to mess up my my gut health. It's going to mess up everything. And then I'm going to have to take time and recover from it. Yeah. Breaking it down to the to the ridiculous. Let's just say you do go get a cooler, right? You're in control of what goes into your body. The, the, the outside factors are now in control because you have all your food in a cooler. What happens when you're out in, in a new market? You go, you try some different places. What does everybody do? There's always that one person on the team that wants to go try a local spot. And yeah, yeah. the local spots, and yeah, the, the, the local spots may be good. The hole in the walls that are like, oh, dude, this food is so good. But what's going to happen, bro, is that is going to mess up with your stomach. And now you're going to be slow and groggy for the rest of the day. You're 100% bandwidth, down. You, you mm. were eating shit before, down. You didn't sleep. You didn't sleep well that the, the night before. Down. You didn't work out the morning of. Down. So, no. is it? That's true. Yeah, it's it's a pain in the ass to pack your meals, get a cooler, do it every day. But you're taking all that all the variables that could slow you down, and it just comes down to controlling what you can control. You can't control how many sales you are going to get in the day. You just can't. I can't say I'm going to go get ten today. But what I can control is what time I wake up, if I go work out, if I train before, if my food is ready, if I don't have to go buy food from a different, from like a restaurant or a fast food place, now I have more time to eat, which means that I can get back on the door sooner, which means I feel a lot better and I'm able to pitch at a higher, I guess, at a, at a higher percentage with more energy. You know, it's yeah. just a domino effect, bro. No, Dude, I 100% agree with you. And also, on a mental aspect, it helps too. Because say you have a hard day, you know? It's one you don't have any yet. You're like, dude, ah, this is just such a tough day. Like maybe you get those, those doubts in your head. Start doubting yourself, you know? Man, maybe I'm just not good enough. And then you're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. You're telling me this is the same guy that woke up at 7 got a pump in, ate healthy, has a cooler in his car to make sure he eats good and has been working out consistently the last week and is like ripped, bro. And a person just told me no, and I'm going to let this hold me. Oh, nah, I'm tripping. I'm going to go to the next door. But what if you weren't doing that? Now it's like, dude, maybe I'm not worth it. Oh, I've been eating like crap. Oh, I didn't get sleep. Oh, I haven't worked out in weeks. Um, And then it just... Boom, 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 compiles, compiles, compiles. So it's just about getting those little W's, those little W's, and they'll help you get that big dub, which is finishing the summer and making a lot of money. Yes, dude, exactly. Things are always going to pile up. I, I don't think if you're listening to this, this is your first summer, your second summer, your third summer. If you're experienced, you know that shit is going to happen and shit is going to pile up. Just comes down to what you would rather have. Would you rather have bad stuff piling up or good stuff? Essentially, both compound on each other. Mm -hmm. Which effect do you want? Do you want the positive compounding or the negative compounding effect? The choice is yours. Yeah. And, dude, stuff's uncomfortable when you start it. You know, I, I hate when people do something for like four or five days and they're like, dude, it, it killed my performance during the summer. I was too tired from working out. Doc, you've worked out for four days. You haven't worked out for 10 years. Of course, you're going to be tired. Like, how about you do it for two weeks, three weeks? And let's really see the result. And I guarantee you, 
you're going to get way better. It's like shooting a jump shot. You have a crooked form. Yeah, you change the form at first, your jump shot's going to be worse than it was before. That happens. It's called a learning curve. You get, a, you get over that learning curve and you're going to be way, a way better shooter, you know? Exactly. For my it's Curry just... fans. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just, I just saw a video of Kobe earlier and he was talking with Tom Bailu. Bailu? Bailu? I, I can't pronounce his last name. <clears throat> but in, in the video, he talks about how this one summer when he was a kid, he scored like three points the entire summer. And he was pissed off. He was sad because Kobe being Kobe, that's just who he is, you know? Mm-hmm. But his dad told him, he's like, look, I don't care if you score zero points or 60 points in the game. As long as you're out there and you're working and you're doing your best, I'm proud of you. So at that point, Kobe was like, at that point, I accepted that I could fail, but I'm still going to go mm-hmm. out and shoot for 60, you know? You, you, you accept... And this is one of the things that I saw the other day. As soon as you can accept the worst case scenario, you have nothing to lose. Mm. And that's dangerous. A that's person with nothing to lose is the most dangerous thing in the world. Exactly. Even if you're not that skilled. Imagine fight. I trained to fight. So imagine I'm fighting some guy who has nothing to lose. Even if he's never thrown a punch in his life, that's a scary individual who no one would want to fight. Period. Exactly, because they're willing to do whatever it takes. They already accepted if I look, if I'm, I already accepted losing. And I, I think as soon as we can accept that as, as individuals and as door to door sales reps, as soon as we accept losing, everything else, everything we do is a win. And that's where we become, like you said, dangerous. That's where we, I mean, what, let's resolve phase, close them. I'm going to hit them with a warranty. I'm going to hit them with this. Why? Because I have nothing to lose. If they say no, they say no, you know, but I'm going to mm-hmm. go for that. I'm going to go for this. I'm going to put myself in an uncomfortable situation because I have nothing to lose. I have everything to gain, but nothing to lose. Yeah. What, what I would do on hard days too, is I would uh, say I, it's a day where I get one or two. I, that last year was the first summer I didn't bagel. Um, which all praise to God because we know how hard this job gets. But um, days where I would bagel or days where I would get one or two last year, I would get one or two. I would literally say, hey, today wasn't a financial day. Today was a spiritual growth day. So I took the dub still. I did, I never lost. Today, that day just taught me about myself. So cool. Yesterday was just a learning lesson. That's easy. And then like when it did for numbers, when I did for numbers, I was like, oh, that's cool. That day didn't count. That day didn't count. That's fine. That day, that day didn't count for numbers. It just counted for character. I called them character building days. You know, we have a, we have a couple of them every summer, and uh, that's what makes this summer worth it. I say I love these days. This is what makes the summer worth it. My tough day. Cool. Let's bounce back. Exactly. It's the concept of the pendulum swing. You have days where the pendulum swings negative, and as far negative as it goes, it's going to go in the same opposite direction on the positive way. So. Yeah, you have to have those character building days because those are the days you work all of the hours, you knock your heart out, you give 100% at every door. It just, the numbers weren't in your favor, but you needed to do that because because the next day you're going to knock all the hours and you're going to make three, four, five times the amount of sales that you made the day before because you put in the work the day before. Yeah, yeah. Never think it's pointless, man. There's no... 
you doing something is never pointless. I, like rookies getting that mindset of like, man, I'm already doing all the stuff that they told me to do. Yeah, dog. Yeah. So do professional fighters. Do you think a professional fighter learned how to throw a jab and was like, I already know how to throw the jab. Like, no, they throw the jab for years. Like, you know, they throw the hook for years. They throw the cross for years. Like we have been doing this now probably for like years, bro. Like we have been doing the same thing for years and it's coming around now. Like be patient, be patient and consistent. Consistency wins, bro. And everything and everything good or bad consistency wins. Absolutely, dude. Um, we just got to focus on the process and the actions and disconnect from the results. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Focus on the process and actions. You can control what you can control. Forget about the results. Everyone talks about, oh, I want to make 100 grand. Oh, I want to sell this many accounts. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. Forget it. Just say fuck that and focus on what you can do today. Mm-hmm. Focus on what you can do right now. That comes down to being intentional. And on my wall, where is it at? On my whiteboard that I look at every single day, it says, be fucking intentional with everything. Everything mm-hmm. has a purpose. As soon as you figure out why you're doing the things that you're doing, that's where you start making the changes. Why are you at the door? Why, why do we go up to people's doors? Do people think that this is actually fun? Like... Walking up, talking to random ass people, taking them away from whatever they're doing to talk to some freaking annoying ass rep about pest control, alarm, solar. No, you are there to offer a product or service that could benefit them. You are there offering a solution to a problem that they didn't know they had prior to you showing up. As soon as you accept that, and as soon as you know that that's your intention, then you start making, then your choices and your actions align with that. Once your actions and your purpose align, you're absolutely unstoppable because you know why you're yeah. there and you're not going to stop until you get what, what you're there for. Yeah. And you're just in that state of flow, you know, you're just in that state of flow. And dude, we could all admit we bag on the job a lot, but the job is fun when you're in the flow state. I'm, I'm cracking jokes. Uh, like bro i am a goon on the doors bro i'm a goon shout out travis he knows um but i'm a goon on the doors i have a blast when i'm in my zone you know and when i'm in my zone is when i say you know what i'm gonna have a i'm gonna have a blast today i'm gonna have a, i'm gonna have a ball i'm just gonna go over there and i'm just gonna be myself and i am worthy and i'm good at this i've done it for years and this is what i'm good at i'm that guy period and they'll see exactly you you self-talk yourself into <sighs> everyone okay so affirmation self-talk we we can talk about this all day i mean it's essentially overdone right oh i believe in myself i'm worthy no the the thing is is that if you don't believe it you're just saying words just for words and it's gonna hurt you in the long run you have to believe it right so this comes down to i'm pretty sure we've all been to those self-help seminars where they're like i am worthy i'm gonna i'm a millionaire (laughs) No, the fuck you're not, dude. You're not. You're not. <laughs> Just by saying it doesn't mean that you're going to do it. So that's why you talked about earlier. You have to forgive yourself. We all make yeah. we all mistakes. We all don't come through on everything we say we are. 
but you have to forgive yourself because as soon as you forgive yourself, it gives you the opportunity to improve upon that. If you improve upon that, you are now fulfilling the commitments and the promises you made to yourself. By doing that, you are now building confidence in who you are. We're all given a, a script. We're all given a presentation. We throw in our flair. You're funny. I'm funny. I joke around on the doors because that's how I have fun. But I can't, yeah. get that, I, I can't get to that level of enjoying the job if I don't put in the work to get me into that right mental space. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I heard a psychologist talk about what's wrong with our generation. And he says that we started praising people for the wrong thing. So we'd say, wow, this kid's very, say, this girl's very pretty. Oh, wow, you're so smart. But whenever they did that, it, it showed that those kids are more likely to get depression. I think like 30, 40% more likely to become depressed because they will face something that proves that they're not pretty or proves that they're not smart, you know? Whereas when they complimented the kids saying, wow, you're just so persistent. Wow, you're just so hardworking. And they made that a barometer. Uh, for their success and their confidence, they became way, way, way more successful. And I was like, wow, I'm going to, I'm going to not only raise my kid that way, but I'm going to do that with myself. And I really pride myself in my work ethic. Like I truly do. Like I am the hardest worker in, in my whole like region, honestly. And if let's find out if I am, or if I'm not, let's prove it, let's do it. Like I'll, I'm, I'm down with it. Let's throw down. Let's go for it. You could be a better salesman than me. I'll just work harder. That's fine. I can't control selling. I'll work my ass off though. And I have confidence in that. Like that, that's what gives me confidence is that I will bust my ass truly. Exactly. You, you know what I want to see now, now that you bring it up, I have a, I have a homie who I just met a, a few weeks ago, no, a few months ago, we actually finally met in person. Uh, you, you know, Raphael, right? Oh, Rafa. Wait, Rafa. Is, is he the, is, is, is he, he's a Mexican guy? Yeah. He wrestles? Yeah. Hey, Rafa, if you're listening to this, I need my fade, bro. We still have to fight. <laughs> I'm ready for the fight. Meet me at 155. He keeps <laughs> me. He's talking smack. Meet me at 155, brother. I got these hands for you. <laughs> I love that guy. He's my boy. Rafa's my boy. Athens is going to think I'm promoting violence now. No, Rafa's my boy. <laughs> dude yeah so i met him and he, he's in your region uh, dude i i would just love to see like a little back and forth like competition between you guys dude cause <laughs> <laughs> dude we already had that also me and roth have like the biggest um love hate relationship there is bro like ah, shout out roth dude he's pissed me off probably more than anybody in the world. Like I I've gotten so mad at Roth, but he's calmed me down better than anybody else. Like he's helped me on my hard days. Like we have such a brother relationship. He's like an older brother to me for real. He's a nice guy. He's just the, he's got his head up his butt sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, he's dope. I actually just, I actually just talked to him like, I think this morning or yesterday. Super dope, dude. Um, but yeah. yeah, like Roth is an enigma for sure. <laughs> for real, dude. Anybody who knows Roth, just know that the only way you could describe him is just by saying Roth. Like there's no way to really describe <laughs> that guy. <laughs> but dude, it just comes down to just the hard work, dude. You guys are hard workers and that's just what it 
comes down to. I guess ultimately, everybody's listening to this. It just comes down to putting in the work. I bet you I, I beat Rock this summer though. So if he wants <laughs> to smoke, tell him to hit my line. We could we could fight and and sell pest control. I'm with it. Rock knows I'm with it. He know, he has my number. Hit me up, Rock. Hit me up, Rafa. Contact <laughs> my phone is Rafa the Don. That's my guy. <laughs> but he knows what's up. He knows what's up. Oh man, what a, dude he is. He knows he, who, he he knows he knows who works harder. Deep down, <laughs> that man may not say it on camera, but but we both know. <laughs> that man is a trip, but yeah, he's cool. He's, His story is amazing too. He's he's actually one of the guys who I learned being intentional with from or being intentional from. Because oh, every, dude has so much wisdom, so much, and it's 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 mind blowing. He's a vet. That dude's a vet. He's a vet. Dude, he's helped me so much. Oh, my God, dude. There's been days. Man, God, dude. Roth has helped me so much. I give him I give him a lot of crap. We give each other a lot of crap because we've, we've beefed it out before. And it's like a love-hate relationship with that guy. But, man, he's helped me tremendously. Like, no one else has calmed me down in my life as much as Roth. Like, it blows my mind. His pep talks, key. It's funny we got on this topic, but that goes into it. Find yourself somebody to be accountable with. Yes, sir. Find yourself somebody who's going to push you. In your guys' case, it was, again, just that love-hate relationship. Because we, we can only do this for so long. Obviously, we're most of us are in teams, and we generally like our teams for the most part. Um, but find, find that person that that's, that's going to push you find that person that's going to calm you down and bring you up, find that person that's going to level you out and keep you accountable. Yeah. Roth is super easy on himself. I don't mean that in an insulting way by any means. I mean that in the most positive way possible. Roth will have a bad day and say, Hey, it's okay. I had a bad day. Uh, we don't all have good days and he'll literally be so good at handling his bad days. I mean, he's truly a vet. I mean, dude, I, I would come home fuming, fuming about something. Just, man, they did this, they did this, they did this. And he would just be like, hey, no pasa nada way, no pasa nada way. And he'd just tap me on my shoulder. He'd say, hey, hey, you're a young lion. You'll go out tomorrow. It's okay. Calm down. Breathe. Hey, hey, take a deep breath. I'm literally, like, breathing with this dude. like, <laughs> And he's literally calmed me down, like. And I made me feel good. Like I, I'm ready to go out the next day. Like I'm over it. It's like, hey, that's 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 the game we play. You get some, you lose some. Hey, he's just so light. Like very light energy. Hey, I win some, I lose some. I sell some, I don't. Some cancel. It happens, right? It's what we signed up for. And it just puts me in perspective. Like truly, Rob's a great guy. Dude, that's what it is. It's what we signed up for. So this is one of the things that frustrates me about what I do and around the industry. This is what we signed up for. The second, third, fourth year reps, this, this is, we know going into it, like for lack of better words, we're going to get our dicks kicked in almost every day. 100%. But that's what we signed up for. If you're doing it right, you are, you know? Yeah. 
It just comes that's, down. That's what's amazing about this job, dude. It's like I've never heard anybody say, "Yeah, I did door to door, sold five hundred. It was easy." Never, never have I ever in my life have heard somebody say, "Yeah, this is easy." No, this job is difficult, no matter who you are. And I think that's what's amazing. It, like, I feel like I've finally tapped into something that will make me grow, no matter what. Like, how nice. No matter how good you get at this job, it'll still push you to your absolute limits. How amazing. That's people for you. It's a wild thing, this industry, this job. But that's just what we that's just what we collectively find ourselves in a way to progress. And it's not gonna be easy. This doesn't come easy to everybody. One of the things that for me, you guys are about to hear it, one of the things that I I I wouldn't say I don't I hate because that's not the right word. Um, I've learned not to take it in as much, but everybody is like, dude, you're so good, you're so suave, like you can talk to anybody, and this, that, the other. I'm like, no, guys, sh- shut up. You guys are you guys are meeting me at a time where I've put so much time into developing who I am. People yes, can dude. people can barely even notice my stutter, but dude, I stuttered hella up until i was like 17 18 years old i couldn't even imagine that to be honest and that's just again that's just who i am i didn't have the best you know upbringing i didn't you know have the best circumstances but now where i'm at i'm way better than i was growing up but it's a constant progression of who you are everyone sees you at your best but they don't see what it takes they don't see the hardship. They don't see the dark days. They don't see you working through whatever bullshit you have going on in your life. And this is for everybody who feels like this is that, that they're going through something, that they're not where they want to be. It's totally fine. Tomorrow, the, the sun will rise. You're going to wake up. What you do as soon as you roll out of bed and how soon you get out of bed will determine where you're going to end up five years, 10 years. Let's, let's just sort it down. What you do, how soon you get out of bed and the first thing you do will determine how your day is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's a game of inches, man. At the end of the day, it's a game of inches and you have, and you're picking one way, one or the other, you know, either you make positive growth or you make negative growth. And it, it really comes down to that. This is a tough job, dude. Every year I've literally, except last year, I didn't, but I mean, I got so angry, but every year I literally have cried and I've gone to a church in the middle of a knocking day to pray every year, except last year. But last year, I almost literally need my iPad and it breaking. So, you know, the (laughs) pros and cons, we weigh them out. Yeah. Pretty much had a mental breakdown literally every year I've done this. And I just learned how to control myself even more, even better. And like, dude, things that happen in the off season, have you noticed that like, it takes a lot to get you mad or to throw you off your square? I'm like, dude, I've dealt with so much doing this job. Like, they're going to have to throw a truck at me to get me upset. Like, honestly. Dude, exactly. Oh, dude, I think, I I think you just painted the picture for why I'm so mellow and why everybody thinks I'm so mellow. I've just... Facts, dude. I've just been through so much shit that now it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I've, I've, I've had worse. And guys, you can literally think this on the door. If somebody says no mm-hmm. over and over and over again, 
David Goggins talks about this, having cookies in the cookie jar. Just go back and dig up something you went through. Be like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm getting mad over somebody telling me no. When for me, like an example, right? I almost died on, on my mission, right? I served a two-year mission for my church, died, almost died multiple times, right? Was at the verge of like, I'm dying and that's it, right? Um, so now it's like, oh, this is easy. This is nothing. Somebody telling me no. And then I find myself thinking, okay, I probably didn't explain that. Right. That's that, that that's on me. That that's my bad. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take that. I'll get better. I'll move on to the next door. And that's the beauty of life. Just that simple aspect right there, how you could look back on a tougher time. Guess what? There is no tougher time to look back on if you didn't have it. So even when you are going through a tougher time, how I think is I reverse engineer it. I say, ooh, when I get through this, your boy's about to be raw. Your boy's about to be nice. It's going to make a good album. Can't wait for everybody to hear it when I make it. Simple. You know, this is going in my album. Can't wait. And then Bucks was created. <laughs> Which is why we got on this podcast. And then I met you. And then now yeah. we're on me. So. <laughs> exactly. Shout <laughs> out the doors. <laughs> I love it, bro. I love it. And it's, it's funny you mentioned that, bro, because like, like right now I'm, I'm going through some hard shit in, in my personal life. And I love how you just said, man, when I get through this, oh man, when I get out of this, oh man, at, at, at the end of the tunnel. And guys, like this, this is me telling you that sometimes you don't feel that way, dude. Like it's, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Like it's not all easy, but you got to recognize it. And yeah. Fuck, dude. Breakups suck. What, <laughs> oh, they do. What what I did too that helped me a lot last summer was I would record myself when I had no money. I literally say, Hey, I have a dollar I would make a video, hey, I have a dollar and sixty six cents right now on my account. Um I feel horrible. I hate everything that's going on in my life. Um, I don't even know why I'm going out to sell. I don't want to do this. I feel like this is this I feel like God is like literally put a curse on me. I literally just talk about it and I say, but I'm going to do it and we'll see how it turns out. And then like, I made a video after it. I'm like, yo, it worked out, bro. We made it. Like, <laughs> I just gave my mom a thousand dollars. I didn't even have a dollar, bro. Like we made it, you know? So I recommend everybody recording a video of themselves on a hard day. And when you do that, it'll subconsciously force you to find a brighter day. You know what I'm saying? Like it'll subconsciously say, you know what? Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to work towards something like almost like taking a, a picture of yourself before you work out, you know, like, Oh, this is my before you have to go get an after pick now. Like, bro, you can't just, you can't look a month later and be like, Oh, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm worse than the before. You know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. And I guess listening to that, the psychology behind it is when, when you that's dude, that's why therapy is huge. If you if you're not going to therapy, and you know you should be going, get your ass to fucking therapy. Because you need to talk and work through your shit, and that's that's what that video was for you, dude. That's you realizing and accepting the situation that you're in. And as you talk about it, because what happens is if we don't talk about it, if we don't vocalize it, we internalize it. We mm. bottle that shit up, and what happens? It comes out somewhere, bro comes out somewhere there's only so much you can shake a coke can there's only so much that you can shake a, like a bottle especially yeah. with like carbonation what happens you, you, sh you shake that sucker enough and you drop it that's life dropping you what happens that shit's gonna blow and it's not only gonna affect you it's gonna affect the relationships that you have with other people 
Now, are you really going to be that selfish to do that? Or are you going to tell yourself in a video, this is where I'm at. I hate myself at this moment, but this isn't the end. This isn't the end for me. Tomorrow, the sun will rise and I'm going to be better. So I guess with that, um, I know you're, you're running a little bit short on time. Um, tell you what, man. If you were to give advice to everybody listening right now, what would that piece of advice be? My tip for you guys is to don't stress the small things. Um, work on everything you can control and let go of everything you can't. Easier said than done. It's a process. But forgive yourself in that process and get better at it every day and you will be successful in the summer. Simple. Dope. Well... Guys, you heard it here. Um, thank you, August, for being on. Um, it was such a freaking dope time chatting with you. Great conversation. We jammed on a lot of different things. Um, guys, if you found value in this podcast, in this episode, um, you just, just share with somebody who you think might appreciate and might benefit from it as well. Or might take one piece of nugget that may help them make the difference in their, not just their life, but in their performance and their production, which will ultimately make them a happier person. So, if you want to make people happy and you feel like a little section of this could help them, share it. Share it. And with that, guys, peace, love, positivity. Fainted in my phone and gave me 10k. Off a of bug spray, said.